Greetings, monsters. Um, just kidding, that was horrible. Um, hey guys, it's Sarah from Eroticosaurus. I'm just giving you guys a quick update f about the show. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, my co-host, Josh Krebs, has spent the past week or so, past two weeks, um, moving out of state. And so he moved to Dallas. We felt that that was the best for the show, is for him to be several states away. So um, so he took the hit and he's doing that. Um, and New York is, New York City is one, one Josh Krebs lighter, which blows and it sucks. We miss him very much. Um, but thank God for the internet. Um, once he gets settled, live a life, do a thing, uh, we're going to get back to, to putting up fresh ups. So hopefully by next week. I also... Um, I also got like hit with a shitty, shitty cold. So, uh, and it was enough to knock me on my ass for like a week. And it wasn't, guys, it wasn't the scary one. It was the, a different one. Different, I because I checked. Because boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy, did I check. And it's not the scary thing. It was it was just a head cold. Um, but it was, it was pretty rough. Um, so I'm feeling better. He's settled in his, in his dungeon. So... We're going to connect over the internet. We're going to put out more, more episodes, hopefully by next week. Um, and until then, we, uh, um, Josh and his wife were kind enough to loan us an episode of their podcast, um, which is called Bloody Date Night. It is, um, it's like a really sweet, fun podcast where it's like a, a, a <laughs> like really nice, fun couple, uh, Josh and Liz, they each watch a horror movie. And they, um, and then they get together and talk about it. And it's, and it's like, it's really nice and it's funny and it's, uh, it's absolutely my, my thing. So they were kind enough to, to loan us one of their episodes. So we're, we're going to present that for you, um, to listen to if you want, you're welcome to, to like, enjoy that. And then if you like it, feel free to like follow them. Yeah. And it's, it was, it's super cool and super nice. I think this episode, it, they watch The Shining, which is one of my literal all time favorite movies. And my, in, in my opinion, one of the best movies probably ever made. So, um, so that kind of rules. Um, I've listened to this episode cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a listener and a subscriber. So, um, you should be too. I think that's all. Uh, please keep in touch you know, follow us on Twitter. I, the Instagram is kind of bumping, like it's kind of getting cool guys. So, um, if you don't have Instagram, get Instagram and follow Eroticosaurus on it. It's, it's really a fun right now. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, lots of bots guys. I, I'm just in a place in my life where I just, I just need butts, butts just make me happy. Is that okay? Is that okay to say? Uh, this is fun. Have fun. Reach out. Let me know how you're doing. Take care. Josh Krebs, I got to compliment you. What? <laughs> on this, on these cocktails you made. Yeah, I'm making kick-ass cocktails. Josh right just now. like made a cocktail on the fly from something we saw in Bar Rescue, uh, which is one of our favorite Sunday shows. John Taffer is the god that I pray to and the idol that I worship. He's wonderful. He's a wonderful man, and he and he fixes marriages as well as bars. I know, but you know his his marriage show is not as entertaining as his bar show. It's not. 
because mm-hmm. he, cause he doesn't like he doesn't like um storm into a marriage like he would in a bar and bar rescue right he just like makes couples go hang gliding and stuff and like yeah hang gliding doesn't fix a marriage sometimes it does <laughs> maybe it does you think you know what marriage is you should go hang gliding you think you know what marriage is have you ever been laser tagging blindfolded <laughs> You're going to learn about trust. You're going to learn about trust today. Oh, yeah. And you know what? If there is somebody who would teach me about trust, it would be John Taffer. Oh. And if you and uh, honestly, if there, if you are a couple listening to the show, by the way, thank you for listening by the way. Yes. We have started the show by the way. Um if you are a couple listening to this show and you don't watch Bar Rescue on a routine uh Sunday morning, you're not living the best life. <laughs> Look, take your marriage to the next level. Spend your Sundays watching marathons just, of Bar just, Rescue. Just Hours upon hours of drunks trying to get their shit together. <laughs> getting screamed at. Getting screamed at by a fat man. And like, then you'll never want to go in a bar again because they are all so gross. Oh, man. Nobody cleans their bars I have so what many, I've learned. Oh, yeah. But we can't talk about that because we will yeah. get sued. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to mention somebody very specific that I know, and I can't no. do that because I will get no, probably no, no, sued. Um, Cut that. <laughs> yeah, we will not do that. But we're not here to talk about failed marriages. We are talking about the failed marriage of this movie, though. Yeah, there, there's a failed marriage in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's I a... I think so. And it ends with a divorce by Axe. Ooh, Axe Divorce. <laughs> Axe Divorce. What That's is... a good band name. Why don't we, Axe we Divorce? Haven't, we haven't called a band name in a while, but I'm no, going to call haven't. it. I'm going to call Axe, Axe Divorce. Okay, so what... So, um... We haven't even mentioned what the movie is yet, but what, but but like, what is your signature uh, song that you get that Axe Divorce, Axe Divorce plays? Um, Chippity Chop Chop. Chippity Chop Chop. Alimonies do. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That, I would play that at like a divorce party. Yeah, people have those. I have a divorce party. They do, right? Yeah. Don't, yeah. I thing. know they have like their second phase. Yeah. We've had friends who have uh, been divorced, unfortunately, and they yeah, and, and they've they had, had their divorce parties. Phase. They've had divorce parties to varying degrees. That is true. Not that like a true. divorce cake. I know divorce cakes are a thing, but they have not had divorce Listen, cakes. Listen, man, whatever makes you feel better about yeah. living your best life, go for it. Exactly. You know, I'm not here to shame anybody here. But we watched a movie. We did watch a movie. <laughs> That's right. And 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 it's called The Shining. The Shining. The fir- is this the first Stephen King movie we've done? Pet Cemetery? No, Pet Cemetery was first, yeah. right? So this is the second Stephen King movie we've done. Yeah. First Stanley Kubrick movie we've done. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this is kind of a first for a lot of things. I know. Isn't it? This is this is a movie I, I don't think I've ever brought it up as doing it for the podcast because um I have been really embarrassed that I've never seen this movie. It's like something where it would come up at parties and I would pretend that I had seen it. The other day we were sitting down watching television. I said, Oh, the shining's on and you said, I've never seen it. And I looked at you and I said, Get ready for an axe divorce <laughs> because this marriage is over. I know, I know, I know. Everyone has seen this movie, but me. And like I said, but you I, have, you have seen this movie. Liz. When many a nights where we are laying on the couch drunk after a long night. That's not true. I remember. Oh, we, we can't fight about this. But there has <laughs> there have been moments where I remember specifically we were you were laying in my lap. And we were watching The Shining, and then you started to fall asleep, and I was like, you're a sick person. That's why I don't remember, because I fell asleep through it. Okay, fine. All right, well. So I, I haven't, I've slept through The Shining, but I have not seen The Shining. Listen, guys, I want a poll right now. If you haven't seen The Shining, please let us know, because I feel like this is a movie that like, so many people have seen. I know. Make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I, validate Liz's Validate concerns. me a little bit. I, I feel like it's a big cultural blind spot. I think you're a monster. That wow. doesn't deserve to be in this country. <laughs> Whoa! Podcast over. I know. I know. No, no, not podcast over. Po- podcast just begun. <laughs> 
We had um, so we we sat down on our bony asses today, sweating through this thing of 1980, Stanley Kubrick. You have no previous experiences with this movie because you've never seen it. No, no. Would you like? But you just know it through passing. Yeah, I mean it. It's sort of like um, when we talked about The Exorcist, that it's so uh, prevalent in pop culture that I knew. I th- well, and I'll say some things that I thought I knew that okay. were not true. Okay. Um, but like what I thought the movie was and what it actually was are a little different. But I mean things like the twins and the right. big bloody elevator. Uh-huh. Um, that meme of Jack Nicholson's face all frozen that I never knew what that was from until this movie. What'd you think it was from? I don't know. Batman? You thought it was from <laughs> no, Batman? No, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> Out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> I didn't know. And then, of course, Treehouse of Terror. Oh, yeah, Shining. that's right. Like, yeah. obviously, I've seen that a I thousand think actually, times. I think you're actually right. I think a lot of people probably know references to this movie through Treehouse of Horror on The Simpsons. Yeah. Because there are so many moments where I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's, yeah. I remember that one for sure. Hey, uh, home of me and the ghouls have been talking. I don't know. That's my favorite part. He's, <laughs> he's just, like, snacking. The Shining! The Shining! You want us to get sued? Speaking of being sued. Um... So yeah, so this is like a pretty well-known, relatively well-known movie, know, and Liz has last... been living in the dark for <laughs> ages. When did you first see it? Um, probably when I was like fifteen, oh, fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is around the time I think that we that we were going through our Stanley Kubrick kick. I was gonna say, I feel like that's that's prime Kubrick time because we were. Uh, it was Clockwork Orange, this, and yeah. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. All movies you want to watch with your date. <laughs> hey, I've seen Clockwork Orange. On a date? Not on a date. <laughs> Actually, I have this really weird memory. Um, I was in Prague, of all places, and my friend and I went into a bar like at the end of the night when everything was closing up, and we sat in this bar and had white Russians and watched Clockwork Orange in Czech. That was playing on the screens in the woods. Like it was dubbed in Czech? <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. That sounds awesome, though. It was really awesome. It was really weird. Yeah, yeah. That movie's just weird enough in general. It'd be yeah. actually great if that it was in Czech the entire time, and you're like, I didn't even notice. What? I, whatever. <laughs> yeah. This, the, the harmonizing synthesizer at the beginning of this movie is like, will put you to sleep if you're not careful. Well, and it has. It has? Of the Shining? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I fell asleep during the last time we watched it. Oh, that's it. true. Well, no, that's just because you were just <laughs> I was tired. having too much of a good time with me. I was too sleepy. Oh, too many whiskey sours and Probably. white wine spritzers, and you were just out like a leg. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie this movie's pretty kick-ass. I'll just say it out right now. Um, we'll get into all this later as, as far as like the contention and the theories with it, but we don't have to get too much into it. Oh. We're, we're more concerned about what you think about it. Thank you. You're welcome. Because this is all about you. Thanks. It's called Bloody Date Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Date Liz. So, walk us through it, kid. Let's let's right. let's start this um, shit up. First, my first question: Where is this hotel? Um, in your butt. Uh, no, it's it's in it's got to be in Colorado. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be. It's, it's snowy. Be. I just figured it was probably like. Yeah. Um, Northwest. From what somewhere. I can understand, it's like yeah, because he talks about. Being in Boulder, Jack talks about being in Boulder oh, or Denver. Okay. He okay. works in Denver, lives in Boulder, and I think he just made the three-hour trip upstate to Colorado. Oh, okay, all right. I'm just assuming. I don't know. That Colorado sounds good that to well. me. Stop by, got some of that sick-ass weed. Smoked a big <laughs> old spliff. To, we've never been to Colorado. No, but I can imagine, like, you if can imagine if yeah. if he if if Jack Nicholson was driving all the way up there, he would probably just be high as 
fuck. That's true. Yeah. It's very pretty drive wherever it is that they're going. It's very windy and yeah. epic looking. And so they're driving and they're driving. And he has this. So Jack. It's kind of funny. It's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. His character name is Jack. Yeah. And, and um, so he has this job interview like you're talking about. And the, the interviewer really, really undersells it. He's like, this job is terrible. You don't want to take this job. Also, somebody got murdered here. I don't think he says, like, this job is terrible. I think he just says, like... He's like, it's really hard. It's boring. It's quiet. You're going to be here by yourself. Right. People go crazy here, including right. this guy who murdered his whole family. Yeah, he, he says, I have to let you know, like, back in the 1970s, this our caretaker murdered his wife and his two daughters. Which I, I can't imagine going on a job interview and someone just disclosing all of that while you're there. Oh, man, when I, got a, when I went for my job interview at Kroger when I was, like, 14 years old, they were like, okay, just so you know, before you take this job... The former shift manager murdered his wife and his two daughters oh my God. next to the dairy aisle. And I was like, oh, great. I'll take the job. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a good thing to know. But I think now people would, again, they would Google it. Well, isn't it like also a thing? I don't know. I think it's kind of uh, intriguing for someone to be like, oh, this place is haunted. It's supposedly haunted. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I love a good haunting story. Right. I love to know that something's haunted. But do you think you could stay up in the mountains for like five months? No internet, no Wi-Fi, maybe television. I mean, mm. do you think you could do it? I think it'd be hard, but I think if it was you and I, so at least I'm not there by myself. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty big hotel. There's a lot to do. That's what I think. Is there a pool? No. Well. No, there is no pool. Mm. You can maybe. You can is maybe there a fitness center? Yeah, there is a fitness center, but you have to like share the elliptical bike with this old ass crusty lady who's always no, naked. but no one else is there. Are they? Oh God. Are they? That that fucking dumbbell machine is haunted as <laughs> shit. Um, also, because this is early Jack Nicholson, right? Um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he just he has such a creepy face. I didn't realize he always had a creepy face. From like he always like, like arches his eyebrows. Yeah, so he looks scary even when I think he's supposed to be being sincere. I think that's like his image though. Yeah, but it it's hard because the the this movie hinges on like him snapping. Right. I mean like a like a general nice family guy who slowly goes crazy and snaps. Right. But he looks a little wild out and crazy from the get-go. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like he's his his eyebrows are reached so high, they're going like... Into his hairline. Into his hairline. Yeah. Like, I don't know who, who I'm thinking of, who I would want to see, like, who would be more scary to see them, like, snap. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take somebody who's, like, super Someone wholesome. Like really wholesome, yeah. Paul Rudd or Tom Hanks. You yeah. know, you have to take somebody who would be like, you would imagine them to be like your uncle or like your nice dad. Yeah. Good I was about dad. to say Chris Traeger, but that's not what I, Rob Lowe is what Rob I Rob Lowe? Oh, yeah. Rob Lowe? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Rob Lowe is Chris Traeger in the Overlook. <laughs> yes. You are literally the best ghost I've ever met before in my life. <laughs> I'm going to literally bash your face in with this baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. So then, and then we also see his family. Yeah. Danny, Danny, Wendy, Wendy, the mom, and Danny's possessed finger named Tony. 
Yeah, he's got a little. He's got a little uh, imaginary friend named Tony. They speak yeah, he's like demon finger. Uh, so this this was the biggest misconception I had about this movie. I thought they were strangers. I thought they were both just people who were in this hotel. I didn't realize that they were married. Oh, what I, what I thought about this movie before. What wait? What did you think about this movie before? You thought that they were just strangers that met at the hotel. Yeah. Okay, bear with me for just one second. Mm-hmm. Give me the elevator pitch of what you thought this movie was before you saw it. Okay, okay. I thought it was like this woman who takes her son on vacation somewhere and then an axe murderer goes after them. That's a pretty badass like <laughs> That's what I thought synopsis. it was. I didn't realize it was more nuanced. I mean, that's a pretty kick-ass like, story though. I would totally go see that movie. Thanks. Especially if it, if it is Rob Lowe chasing around <laughs> this little yes, boy Yes, also with an in axe. my mind it stars Rob Lowe. Yeah, yeah. I just imagine it being Rob, not Rob Lowe from uh, Parks and Rec, but Rob Lowe from Wayne's World. Ooh, also like the good. Like back hair and like the hiked up like khakis. <laughs> then it's starting to get into uh, American Psycho territory a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of, yeah, it's a little bit too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Before it's time, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, yeah, so I didn't realize that they were all a family. Um, okay. And then Danny, so Danny and and possessed finger, which I guess is actually like a, a person who lives in his mouth. He says later. I yeah, he says he's the. It's the little boy that lives in his mouth. Right. Yeah. It, and if I remember correctly, I don't think this is right. Maybe, but the original story was supposed to be. It was supposed to be him from the future telling him what. Oh, that would. It make was sense. really. It's really weird, because I think that was the deal. Is like in the book or the made-for-TV movie that was made like years ago. At the end of it, instead of them just driving away, it was the ceremony, uh, the the like graduation ceremony for Danny, and he would. It was insinuated that he was the one who told his younger self. Oh, it was real. It's really weird. That is because I had a question. I had is who the hell is Tony? We don't know. Uh, Tony, um, you know, th- Tony. Tony Harrell. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Angela. Oh, no, that was my best John Travolta. That, was, that wasn't Tony Danza. That was not Tony Danza. <laughs> um, so, so, like, I, what do you call it when, is it, when you kill your kids? Is it, is it kinderside? Uh, Matricide? No, that's your mom. Patricide? That's your dad. Fratricide? Fratricide? No, that is one. Paddington Covington side? Paddington Bear side? Fratricide is when you kill your sibling. Fratricide? Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, I, I knew fratricide was a word. I didn't know that. Yeah? I thought it was just when you kill your frat brothers. Yeah. <laughs> a frat murder. <laughs> oh, man. This is kind of when we get the iconic ideas of the, the looks of like the elevator blood. Blood elevator. Yeah. Creepy twins. But they're not twins. I always thought they were twins. No, they're not. They're, they're eight not. and nine. They're, they're eight and nine, eight and ten. Nine, yeah, eight and ten. Yeah. Because they say it at the beginning. They're like, yeah. he had two daughters, eight two and daughters. ten. But I always thought they were twins. No, no, they're, they're eight and ten. But the girls look like twins. They're, they're dressed not. alike. Their faces look like twins. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you can't like be like the t- a twin and not ha- look very similar yeah, to your yeah, sibling, yeah, yeah, I know. especially like being like two years apart. Yeah, I, I just mean, always ass- I always assumed they were twins. When we when I was little, my brother and I used to get, or not even my brother, my sister and I used to be can like thought for as twins mm. because we looked so much alike. Yeah, and that she is was very like, true. She was like four years younger. Than Jamie me. does look like you with a wig. That she does. Like a, 
I'm not going to tell Jamie that. And it's also because I wear a wig throughout the like <laughs> sometimes you in wear the house, and I'm like, "Hello, Liz. <laughs> you want to go out and buy purses?" <laughs> and like, I know it's you. You. Idiot. I know it's not Jamie. But I. But like, yeah, the the imagery of like the kids and like the elevator blood. And I thought that was like, that's badass. And it's very cool. They finally make it all the way to the the hotel. And they kind of get the tour of everything. So we get the layout really quickly of what the what the hotel is. Yeah. Which <gasps> I think is awesome because when you first walk in, you're like, you don't know how big it is. But then yeah. you get the back view. It's and then, huge. And then they walk through the entire thing. And then they kind of show us around. And then my favorite part of this is as they're giving the tour, it's like built. It was like, oh, it was 19, 1902. Or 1910, and uh, it was built on an Indian burial ground. We think it's fine. It's fine. That was There's, like something. There was a huge family murder here, and we're on Indian burial ground, but it's cool. Built in 1902, finished in 1905. Built on an Indian burial ground. Don't Wait, what was the last it. part? Don't worry, Don't worry about, about it. Don't worry about it. I gotta go. Um, bye. But also, they've got Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. Did not know he up. was in this movie. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. How pleasant. Oh, he is such a treasure. He he runs the kitchen. Is that what he, he was does? the head cook? Yeah, he's the head cook. I like him. I was so happy to see him. I did yeah. not know he was in this movie. He's such he like I forget how much I love Scatman Crothers. Yeah. Like in everything that he does. He's he was such a gentle presence. He I was. was. Like, oh. Do you do you know anything else that he's done? What do you remember anything else? I remember he's done? from like uh, jazz stuff, like music. Oh, jazz stuff. stuff. Yeah, he did Zapped. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, you don't that. remember that. Uh, I don't know. He did a he bunch. He's on of Chico stuff. and the Man. Oh, oh, Chico and the Man, Twilight Zone, the movie. If you haven't seen, yeah, that's right. He's in, he Twilight, was in Zone. Twilight Zone, the movie. He's great. Yeah, he's the best part of the entire movie. I swear to Christ. That's right. He was in Hello Dolly as well. He was in Hello Dolly. He was. He was in the movie. Very nice. Very, very pleasant experience, he like having is. him around. I was very sad that he got axed. I well, thought don't, he was... don't run to it yet. Well, I'm just saying. I, I was. I thought he was going to save the day. Well, there is a moment where later on we're going to talk about where I envy every single moment of him. But we'll talk. We'll get to that point. Okay. Um. So we kind of we we meet Scatman. Scat I'm just going to call him Scatman. Yeah, I, I know that's... his name is Mr. Holleran. Oh, but... I didn't know what his name was. Oh, but um. We find out that him and Danny kind of share The Shining. They the both shi- have the same yeah, Shining. Yeah, okay, so The Shining, which the I shining. didn't know what it was. Okay. Because when they tell us, The shine- Shining is like when you can communicate telepathically. Right, yeah. And so Scatman used to be able to do it with his grandmother, uh, but he didn't know that anyone else could do it. But then he found out he can do it with um, with uh, Danny. Yeah. Because they both have Shining. That's so cool. That is very cool. I mean, it's, and and my favorite part is when he starts to call him Doc, and you don't notice it yeah. until she calls it out. I was like, how do you know that his name is Doc? So, and it's just, it's one of those things I think is like, he's just like, oh, fuck, now I gotta lie. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I probably just uh, uh, heard it. I don't know, he's uh, a doctor, right? Cartoons? You're a doctor. <laughs> cartoons? C- cartoons? What's up, Doc? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you got a doctorate, right? What, what are you, an ass doctor? Look at my ass. <laughs> my God. I did love that, and I love that they talk about ice cream. I thought it was very cute. I think it would be really weird just to have a crazy-ass scene where Scatman Carruthers tries to back up his lie by believing that Danny is a doctor. Danny's a doctor. He's just like, okay, now you're you're like a proctologist, right? And then you just have this scene where Danny just shoves his ass up, shoves his fist up Scatman Carruthers' ass. Not into it. Not, no? Not liking it. No. It's called the shitting. Oh, <laughs> oh Or God. the fisting? No. No? Okay. The shitting was better. Okay. It made up for the terrible joke. 
I think this is the second episode we've done where I've involved children doing things they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, don't do that. We're going to get our... We're going to get flagged. Yeah. So, okay, this is actually a question I have that relates... <laughs> You're going to laugh at me because I am very invested in uh, the food at this hotel. Of course you are. Yeah, I always am. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's always ahead. important for me to eat well. Yeah. Um, but, so, Scatman Crothers is the, like, chef, head chef for the hotel. Right. But he's gone. Right, He he's, he's in Miami. Right, so, but when he's giving them the tour... He's showing them. He's showing Wendy the full kitchen. Yeah. He's like, "Don't worry, you're not going to have to use any of this." <laughs> Is there someone on site who's cooking for them? Because later, Wendy brings in um, breakfast right. for Jack, but it's all on like hotel pans, and she put the cloches on top, which makes me think that either she cooked it and then put cloches on top, right? Or it was pre-made. So yeah, like what? Well, I think I think what what's it, the what's the eating situation here? I think that they were like there's no point for her to use industrial mixers for her family. <laughs> so I think that's <laughs> okay. what it was. I think that's what it was. She was just like, "Wow, I don't need I don't need a Does their room have a kitchen? I don't think so. Oh. I mean, I think it does. Wait. Does it have a kitchen? Maybe it does. Maybe it cuz I remember I them know. saying there's a living room and there's the Yeah, the, I mean, I know. guess given the opportunity if I had big fancy uh you know, hotel plates and stuff, and and clothes that I could go. You would totally, and I could go voila after yeah, everything you I would made. Totally, I, like just re- like use that shit to reveal the f- the feast that you just created. Yes. Look, I made keto friendly burritos, and I'm like Wah. Wah. voila. So I think I think yeah I think he was I just put like my cheese under it voila. <laughs> I think he was just kind of saying you could just the stove. All that stuff you already know how to use. Okay, okay. So don't bother using like the deli slicer, you know? <laughs> but what if she gets bored and wants to play with the deli slicer? I guess that's fine, but there's absolutely no reason for you to need to do it. Yeah. I mean, but he does say like all this. That was the other thing too. He's like, there's all this food here. There's but so don't, much But don't food. touch anything in the kitchen. That was See, and that's the thing. So it's not like they can't really go out for groceries either. Yeah. So I don't know. I would be all over that shit. Oh, yeah. I would have a lot of fun. I would be, yeah, I would be up at like seven cooking like slow roasted pork. Yeah. Oh, shit. That would be, that's how I wouldn't go insane. Go insane. You would start I would just start, I would be cooking. Elaborate meals. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And then you'd just be, and you would just be doing, you'd be seeing me do all my bits. Yeah. Yeah. And then you would want to murder me. (laughs) It's possible. I would bring my roller skates and just roller skate around. Oh, that would be adorable. You'd be like little Heather Graham for Boogie Nights. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. And you're just like, are we going to fuck? I'm like, after I get done cooking, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you say now, you'd be like, yeah, I can last five months in the, like in a, in a isolated cabin with Josh until I start doing fucking bits and then... You're going to murder my ass. It's possible. But you know what? It's also a very big hotel. So I think I could go find other things to do. Yeah, you're going to hang out in the spa. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> There's nobody there, but yeah, that's fine. And I'm just going to be in the in the big ass like living room just like typing away on my old ass typewriter. Yeah. Having a typewriter in this movie, I mean, I know that it's obviously the right time period for it, but it's so effective. That noise is just... Yeah. We'll talk about that later, but I now... Watching this movie, I kind of want to get a typewriter. Okay. It's not an annoying noise to me. It's very productive. Mm-hmm. It's a productive noise. Yeah. You know? It's like 
you know how like you hear like um, steno pools like I kind of like that noise yeah it's a very soothing noise yeah it's a very weird soothing noise I don't know it's like crickets on a on a piano or something it's like it's like yeah it's a good noise anyway Crickets um, having a party. Well, this is when we find out about um, room 237. Two, three, seven. Jack A. Something scary happened. I'm guessing at this point it is the murder storage. Because they talk about how when that guy killed his whole family, he just like neatly stacked up all the bodies in one room and then he shot himself. So yeah. I'm ge- So 237, murder storage? Sure. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We can look that up later. But let's agree. Yeah. Let's agree that is. But, but uh, Scatman Crothers is like, don't go in, Danny. Yeah, Danny, Danny like, don't go in. Danny's like, I got five months to kill. <laughs> you're gonna try to tell me not what not to do, old man. Yeah, you're not gonna be here. You're if gonna be I in Miami. Were, if I were Danny, I would like be teasing him, like in Miami. He'd be like sitting there watching some like porno on on Pornhub or something like that. And I and Danny would just be like, Mister, Mister Scatman, guess where I'm going? He's like, Don't you do it? Oh, telepathically? Don't through, you go by shining? Yeah. He would shine to him. He would shine to him. Shine to him. Yeah. I guess that's what you would say. You yeah. Know, shine. It, um, yeah. But then we, so we cut to a month later. Right. So she, yeah. Shelly's using all the, all the cloches and stuff from the hotel. Yeah. And, and you j- know, clo- cloche is the thing that goes over the plate. That's what it, what? That's what it's called. Cloche. Cloche? Mm-hmm. It's called a cloche. Oh. Okay. It's also kind of hat. A cloche hat? Mm-hmm. Well, cloche, but no cigar. Ugh. <sighs> Should we cut that? <laughs> no. I love it how also like Shelly's doing that. She's kind of like being a home mom. And uh, Jack is like in that big ass room working on his pilot script. It's like for the lobby Boner basically, Academy. right? He's sitting in the lobby. I think he's sitting in the lobby. Yeah. 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 And so he's right. And then Wendy and Danny go into that maze garden. Oh, that's man. very cool. I would get very lost. Have you ever been in a, a corn maze before? No. No? No. Those are fun. Maybe like once. Did you get lost? Probably. You're still there. Still this there. whole thing has been. I astral projected into our apartment to record this. Thank God, because uh, we need those viewers. <laughs> yeah, and then Danny does exactly what I was saying. He's riding his tricycle through the hotel, his big wheel. Oh yeah, that was and so I good. I love that. That's very Eloise. Eloise at the Plaza was like one of my favorite books when I was a kid. It, yeah. Did this? Did this movie make it kind of take you back to Eloise? A little bit until all the murder, but. <laughs> But back in, when I was a kid, I loved, because Eloise, Eloise lived at the plaza, and all she did was like run around with her pets and run up and down the stairs of the hotel. That's true. I always thought it'd be really cool to live in like a mall. Oh, yeah. So you could like like kind of sneak into all the stores and like try on yeah. shit. And then, I And um, what is it? Uh, mixed up files of Mrs. Basilie Frankwart. Did oh, yeah. Did you ever read that when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Where they, they live in the- The aquarium? The muse- no, in the museum. The history oh, that's museum. Right, the mu- I would totally live in the museum. I know. I love that. I think that's... I also love that I'd do story. a night at the museum and then just learn all the secrets from FDR there. Yeah. And he tells me all this sick, kinky shit that he's into. Yeah. Basically, we don't live anywhere but our apartment, it sounds like. That's true. <laughs> so, at this moment, we are starting to get to the, the snowstorm. It starts to get worse. Yeah. And Jack is starting to get a little testy, apparently because he's not sleeping. Because Wendy comes in, she says, it's going to snow tonight. She's like making conversations. She's like, it's going to snow. And he goes, what do you want me to do about it? Oh, that's right. Like, she's Jack. very like snappy. Jack, chill out. Like, Also, he's sitting there like in the dark with the windows. Like, At least open the windows or the shades. It's not. I don't think it's that dark. It's pretty dim. Oh, okay. It seemed like a very sad well, place to be but working. Wait, no, but 
you've come home several like there have been moments where like I just watch TV in the dark. And you and you get upset with me because of that, first, or you tell me to put on, turn on some lights. Cause I yeah, because I like having light on. Because we, well, and also our living room has like no windows. Yeah, that is true. So I I don't like not having any light. But I like I like working in the dark sometimes. I like That's writing true. and stuff. Like mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm in the dark and you just don't can't stand it. I can't stand it. No. Well, that's when the demons come out. Marriage is about compromise. When yeah, I say compromise, I mean you listening to me. You send me in, <laughs> you send me into the basement of the apartment building that we live in, and you're just like, fine, you want to sit in the basement and write? Go do it. I don't care. And I'm like, okay. You really make me sound like a monster. <laughs> well, I have to finish my, my draft of Boner Academy just like Jack is doing in this. Oh, my God. What do you think he's writing? He never even really says, right? I was trying to figure out, is he writing a book? No. He just keeps saying he has a treatment? Yeah, I'm writing my treatment for uh, the new sister. It's not a treatment. What is it? The, uh, it's like, Sisterhood it's like, of Traveling Pants 3. He's writing The a, Chafe. He's writing an outline, but we don't know what that outline is for. No, he never he never explains yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. And the, But then when we see later when they show all the all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy, you know, that's written right. over and over and over. Parts of it are formatted like a script. Yeah, but some of it, some of it is is formatted like it's a novel. Yeah, too. I don't know. The formatting is funky, crazy as hell. Yeah. Um. So, oh yeah, so the the storm knocks out the the phones. Yeah, no phones, and they only have that CB radio. Is it a CB? <laughs> yeah, I think so. A CB. A she ham radio? she calls the like the park service to get the phones repaired. Uh, no more phones for the winter. Over. We just don't have phones anymore. Over. Over. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just Over. such such helpful people yeah i just i love it like oh your phone knocked out ah we usually just don't have phones for the next five months what nobody told them that what well i guess danger i guess i would be understanding it's just like when he was just when the when uh for jack first took the job and they're like you're gonna be up here for a while and you're gonna be isolated that was gonna be probably one of the things i don't you know, know i would I mean? assume that you have a phone they have the radio yeah i don't know. I mean they're not completely cut off it's dangerous you know it's just dangerous it, it, it is very dangerous but i don't mm. you know i i don't want to we'll figure this out when we actually do our caretakers of an isolated cabin i can't in, wait in colorado i cannot wait uh so danny is riding around and he sees the the daughters again oh, they yeah. tell him to come and play with us there you know, he's in the um the game room right or is this the other time? No, this is the other time. So he sees them, and then we get a flash of their bodies and the axes. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. I love those little like, And they're just like, flashes. play with us, Danny. Come play with us. Come, come play, play with, with us. us. This is the part that really intrigued me, because the first this is the first time I saw this movie where that scene between him and Jack, where they're on the bed. Yeah. That was, like, super creepy. It's really weird. It is really so, weird. Because Danny kind of sneaks up on his dad a little bit. Not yeah. sneaks up, but he kind of sneaks he, in like, the room. Yeah, he kind of like... And it, that weird moment where he says, did your mom ever tell you I would hurt you? Yeah. Which is a very weird and loaded and creepy thing to ask a child. Yeah. Well, later on we understand why. Right, because he did accidentally... Hurt him. Hurt him. When he was like five, yeah. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah, three years said. ago. Did he ever say what exactly happened? He just says he accidentally hurt him. He says that... Um, Danny threw a bunch of papers on the floor and right. he pulled them oh, up. Oh, he pulled them up. Guess, That's right. I guess he would. And, Maybe he like and, yanked on him. And it's. I think it was attributed to him drinking. I see. Yeah, he is a bit of a drinker. Yeah. So he's an imaginary drinker too. 
That's the best kind. Yeah. You never, it's just like having an infinity blunt. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that is when Jack is, um, has Danny on his lap and he just goes, are you having a good time? I want you to have a good time. And in my head, I was like, oh, it's treat yourself. Oh, you'll try from heavenly creatures. Look at you. Yeah, it was one of those moments where it's just like, you want to have a good time, Danny? Go ahead, have a good time. You know what's so funny? And now I understand why you said that when we started our LA vacation last week. You want to have a good time, Liz? Yeah, go ahead and have a good time. I was like, great, I'm going to order that chocolate cake. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to hang out with the gays at the pool. <laughs> I was a big hit with the gays. They love me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you weren't there for too, too long. Yeah, but they, they just know my my dynamic personality. That's right. And they saw me when I came we, out. Uh, so Josh checked into the hotel before I did because I was working. But uh, and I told my my coworker that Josh was going to be there. And she goes, she goes, oh, does he know that's a gay cruising spot? I was like, oh, no, I guess I should let him know. Thirst traps. Yeah, Josh said he was going to set thirst traps. It was good. I mean, I really And I was like, it. you have to wear your wedding ring. I enjoyed the attention. I bet you did. I really did. I enjoyed the attention. Everybody was very nice in LA. They were very sweet. Yeah. And I, I think I was like 50 pounds overweight. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We ate a lot. No, I just think that immediately when I landed in LA, I was 50 oh, pounds you felt, overweight. Oh, you felt, yeah, everyone's very, Everybody's very, very slim and, and attractive. But they're very nice. They're very, yeah. very sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we just spent like a, a few days in L.A. So last if you're week. out in L.A., next time we come out, let yeah, us know. Yeah, sorry. So we, we, were, we were busy doing the tourist thing and the we're work sorry. thing. So Danny rides outside of 237. He, oh, he yeah. finds himself outside of it. Yeah. So in the meantime, Wendy is hanging out in the laundry room. Oh, yeah. She's checking the boiler. She's got her yeah. OSHA training. She's... Look, I'll be honest. Looks like Wendy's doing a lot more work maintaining yes. this building than Jack Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I thought it was very rude later when he's like, you don't understand how much work I have to do and how people depend well, on me. I was like, she's doing a lot of it, dude. Jack refers to a lot of him. Like, he's very, like, singular in how he describes the work that he's doing or being in, in the hotel. He never says we. He always says, yeah. I have a lot of and work. And then he gets mad at her. Well, we can talk about it later when he gets mad at her. Um, I would also like to say that um, I really love all the room themes. Yeah. I love the floral. Mm-hmm. I love the geometric, the yeah. pastels. Yeah. The, look, the I mean, gold room. Kubrick, yeah, Kubrick does a great job with color. He always has, but like, ugh, yeah. so, so lush, it's very, so pretty. It's so, like, the design of it is so satisfying mm-hmm. because everything just yeah. is, is patterned up so perfectly. I mean, that's, and that's his thing. Like, that's what I always remember about Kubrick films is like, the design of it, yeah, and they're just is so pretty. It's always just like so complete. Yeah. Um, is this? Can you go stay at this hotel? Is this a real hotel? I think so. I don't. Um, this is a good question. I don't know. I think so. Mm-hmm. We should look it up. Does it look like this? In inside. Inside, no. It's just a bunch of like rats playing chess. I know. Well, see now that we because we when we were in L.A. we did the Paramount lot tour. And you got to see, we got to go around on all the different sets. And, you know, they have those buildings where outside it looks like one thing and inside it looks like something else. Because oh, yeah, they that's need right. All these different types of filming space. So that's right, yeah. I don't know. I think that this is this this hotel is based on something that Stephen King visited. But I don't know if it's, if it's exists. a real place. I see. But you can probably go to the place that inspired it. I'm sure you can. Cool. If anybody's been out there who's listening, please let us, us know. So that way you can tell us. We can yeah. live vicariously through you. Yeah, maybe when we go to Colorado, that's what we'll do. Oh, that'd be awesome. So Jack is having night terrors. Wendy runs up to him because she's oh, she's yeah. the she's 
taken over as far as caretaker of this place. Yeah. Oh, and, he's he's uh, Jack is sleep screaming like you do. Yeah, but like I don't. I'm not as loud as Jack. No. Um, he's probably having like like fun dreams too, like I do. Well, no, he's not. He has a dream that he killed Wendy and Danny. Yeah, fun dreams. Oh no! <laughs> I'm just joking. You know that. I'm never gonna kill you in my dreams. Thanks. I'll kill you in real life. Podcast over, part two. I guess so, huh? That's how it works. No, I wouldn't kill you. You know that. Okay. Until a life insurance policy goes through. <laughs> um, Not if I so kill we find, you first. So we find out that Scatman Crothers is in Miami. And this yeah, is... he's on vacation. I want his apartment. You mean that whole... Full of uh, paintings of topless black women? Yes! Yes! Wowie. Wowie. That... I For the longest time, I've wanted to find out where those paintings are. Yeah. And I... They're at Goodwill. That's where they are. I want one. Okay. I want one. You can put it in your man cave. Don't call it a man cave. <laughs> Don't you dare call it a man I know. cave. It is a part of the house. <laughs> it, is, it is the house. Oh, God. Our apartment's too small for a man cave. But. Yeah, stay out of my man cave. It's a man corner. That's all you get. A man corner? No, like... I don't even know what you would call it. Like a man cubby. Yeah. Like I have a small part of the shelf in the bookshelf that has all of my stuff in it. <laughs> and I can't even touch it. <laughs> so Scatman is in Miami and that's when he starts to kind of have the shining happen to mm-hmm. him. He starts to kind of realize that something's going wrong. Danny's kind of flipping out. Yeah. And also uh, we skip that Jack. Uh, well, Danny comes in. He's all beat up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Wendy assumes that it's. Jack, because that's when we learn about that he um that he hurt Danny. Yeah, once. he he hurt Danny unfortunately when he was yeah, drinking. Because so. and that's Jack tells um the hallucinated bartender Lloyd. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So J- Jack is inventing all these people at the hotel. Which makes sense. Is he inventing all these people or all these people already there? What do you mean? Well, from what my understanding of the movie is is that this remember how uh scatman carruthers is like if something happens at a place it's kind of it kind of just stays there oh yeah it's like it leaves a leaves, it a, leaves shadow. a mark yeah it leaves a shadow so my theory is is that all of these people are still in that hotel it's just jack has to has gone insane enough to where he can actually see them mm. i don't mm. Hmm. Okay, that makes. But sense. also, I don't want to. I don't want to fuck up your interpretation. No, of no, the no. Movie. I really didn't. Ha- I just thought that he was, you know, so uh, deprived and stressed and uh, all that that he was inventing people. Yeah. But I mean, I'd be honest too. If I was, if I didn't have alcohol for like five months, I'd probably lose my goddamn mind too. You know, it doesn't make me sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> it just—it's like, <laughs> like I would need something to take the edge off. Yeah, that's true. Like, I need something. Like, we'll figure something out, but... Yoga. Yoga? <laughs> no, you, you. I cannot bend for shit. I know, I don't do yoga either, so I don't know why I'm going to foist it on you, but... Yeah, why am I the one that has to Because <laughs> one of us should be doing yoga, and it's not going to be me. Jack does go... He, he ends up going to 237. Yeah. After after Wendy's, Wendy is like, Danny went to 237. There's a woman in there... And oh yeah, choked him. He says that there's a yeah trade to strangle, but Jack thinks uh, that Wendy's hallucinating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's right. Uh, so then Jack goes to two three seven. 
Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, I'll be a, I, good, I'll be a good dad finally. Yeah, I gotta take a break from all this. <laughs> I gotta, all I gotta this take all this outlining, all this I- imaginary drinking that I'm doing That's to right. go find this big titted naked lady in the tub. Yeah, you know, I did like that bathroom. Oh man, it reminded me of um my great grandmother's bathroom. Was it like when teal? I was a kid. It was. It was not that. It was all yellow. That like very. 70s yellow yeah like that buttery cu- and the shag carpeting on the floor because yeah bathrooms with carpeting why not um, don't but do that no i never knew so but it, it just like the look of this bathroom reminded me a lot of of hers right and i love it because this is the moment where um we see this lady this this, this naked wa- lady woman. washing herself in the tub. Yeah, and then that's when uh, we this this uh, part. This is basically a, a, a Stanley Kubrick directed Brazzers video. Oh my god! Yeah, Jack makes out with her. Well, she's like naked and he is not. Yeah. But then she turns into that scary woman. Oh man! Ah! Shit! What's like? Bed sore? Were they bed sores, or she's I don't like know, but it was rotting gross. in the tub? Lyme disease? Oh my god! Something. It's okay. like it's like where if you're ever like drunk, out, and all of a sudden you're at a bar and you just might find somebody that you're making out with. You're like, oh, this is so great, and then you turn and you're like, uh oh. And the lights come on. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had that? No, I've been pretty successful. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty I did successful. once. I remember I was at a bar. Um, and I'd been talking to this guy all night, and then they turned the lights on, and he was not as cute as I thought he was yeah. originally. And uh, so he was like, hey, can I, maybe I can get your number. And I was like, I don't think so. And then I walked away, because I was... Yeah. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we ended up fixing that, and we got married. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. I know, I was very mean, but I was also like 21. So. I mean, this is a really weird cougar mom porn that we're watching. Yeah, yeah like it. it was weird. I it was very scary. I'm surprised that because I really thought that I maybe knew all the big beats of this movie, and so this actually took me by surprise. I so, did not expect this. Oh, good. So you didn't know that was going to happen? No, I had no clue. Oh, wow, good. Because that's I think that's the moment that a lot of people don't know about because there's full frontal nudity in it. Maybe so you can't show it on on television, really. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So, so even if you watch on TV, you don't see that scene i guess right you see it but it's like they try to blur it out or they edit it to where it's like zoomed in to where you just see like from her chest up oh okay so it's weird and then do you see the old lady butt oh yeah you see ass and crack and everything they don't they don't blur that That out there's no reason to old lady butt's fine old lady butt is fine not Um, young boobs no no that's the standard you cannot show young boobs but you can show old lady butt yeah and if you if you play your cards right you can show old man bush. Oh. Yeah. But only from like the hips up. Yeah, they call it the Grey Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a Grey Gardens joke. So, oh, can you a- ans- answer me a question really quick? Okay. Because there's so many moments that happen in here. Okay. So, um, Jack goes back to the bar. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go. And, and that's when he sees like the New Year's party. Yeah. It's, it's not room. a New Year's party. Oh, it's not? Isn't it a July 4th party? That's what the picture oh, said. Oh, a July 4th party, yes. I know. I thought it was a New Year's party too until I saw You're the thing at the end right. of the movie. Um, but Winner. <laughs> episode over. Um, <laughs> so he goes to the bar and like Lloyd's like, yeah, sure, I'll get you more booze because, you know, I'm a, I'm a ghost. And <laughs> Why not? Why not? And then that's when he gets um, like something spilled on him. 
Yeah. What is that? He I, says it's alvacod, alvacode, alvacod. I can't remember. Whatever. It's like this yellowish, like a liqueur that gets spilled on him. Oh, see, and I did not think it was, uh, I didn't think it was an alcohol. I thought it was like a pudding. Oh, maybe that is. I don't know. It had like the consistency of a pudding. I thought so too. And it was yellow. Well, maybe that makes more sense because I was like, I don't want honey mustard as a cocktail. (laughs) It does look like those when you go to those, you know, cocktail parties and they have like the shooters and it's like a a soup shooter or something. Yeah, that's gross, dude. Um, Although. Maybe it's like an aperitif. What the hell is that? It's like a like a digestive, like the oh, like know. a like a underberg. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Something like that. Um, I don't ever want to do this, but I feel like I will if I'm drunk enough. Vodka, honey mustard, chicken nuggets. No. Why not? <laughs> Why? I just want. I don't know. I just want to see what the consistency is and how it would taste. It sounds disgusting. Well, I don't have to make myself pretty for anybody anymore. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> oh, you don't like the six-pack abs that, that are sitting right in front yeah. of you right now? I really appreciate that you wore your tuxedo to f- record today. Oh, yeah, because, you know, I, I dress for the occasion. Thank you. I want And uh, joke's on you, though, because I'm actually from 1920. From the ah! Midnight <laughs> in the bowels of So, so this, prote- this waiter... Spills pudding on Jack. Sure. And then he takes that pudding into the bathroom. Gross. To yeah, you really clean shouldn't do that. The jacket. Yeah, they're just like setting stuff on urinals and stuff. It was real gross. <laughs> <laughs> I got yelled at once because I carried a beer into a bathroom. It's really gross. Well, but I don't want to risk my beer or something getting spilled or somebody drops something in I know, it. You know? I guess I just don't. Yeah, that's why I always hand it off to a friend. Oh, okay. I don't trust say, anybody. Please watch this. Um, but so the the waiter is cleaning up the pudding that he spilled on Jack, and they're talking, and turns out, surprise, waiter's the guy who killed his family and his kids. Grady. Yeah, it's Grady, Mr. Grady. that's his name, and he just goes, I've always been here. I've always been here. Um, no, he says, you've always been here, sir. You've always been the caretaker. Yeah. I should know. I've, I've been here forever. Yeah. And, uh, Yeah. Yeah, Grady's like, oh yeah, I have this family, I have kids, and Jack's just like, oh yeah, you murdered them. You murdered them, didn't you? He's like, no, no, no. no. He he just immediately says, no, sir. Yeah, and he says, your son, this is your son's trying to bring an outside presence into this. Yeah, or in this situation, into that's this what he situation. says, which is like so weird. That N word. That N word. They drop the N word like three or four times. Yeah, Whoa. in the span of like half a, it's like Birth of a Nation just showed up. Yeah. I was not expecting that. No, no, me neither. Who doesn't neither. like Scabman Carruthers? <laughs> Man, that would actually be great if they were just like, they they, they, they say the, that horrible word and then uh, Jack Nelson's just like, that is Scatman Carruthers, sir. You, <laughs> you do not. You do not disrespect him You do him not like disrespect that. him. Danny's, Danny's kind of creating problems. Yeah. So I think what you need to do is take care of the situation. You got to kill Danny. You got to kill Danny. And Jack's like, oh yeah. Sure. Totally. All right, yeah, I'll do it. Good point. Sure. Good point, Dream Waiter. Thanks, 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 Dream Grady. <laughs> Dream Grady. <laughs> so this is when things start to go cuckoo bananas mm-hmm. when it wasn't before. Yeah, it's, it really snaps. Yeah, Jack is very easily swayed, and 
goes, yeah, you make a very good point. Scatman Crothers did seem like a terrible person. You're right. He didn't offer ice cream ice to my Ice cream child. to my child. Ugh. While asking first if it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Rude. Uh, you, so, you good father figure. Yeah, so Jack takes apart the uh, the speaker that communicates to the rescue station. Right. And Scatman gets on a plane to the Overlook. Yeah, he's like immediately on his he way. He is on that plane. I mean, would you leave Miami for this snowstorm? No. Uh, no, but... Uh, and then suddenly Wendy's walking around with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah, because shit's gone downhill. Yeah, it's very... Uh, she's going to go full Beyonce. Oh, yeah, she, she's going to do the lemonade you don't love me like I love you. Whack! Yeah, Just, I mean, that's so fucking crazy. That would be so... Yeah, she's, she's it's her and Jay-Z. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, actually... I can imagine it being very satisfying to walk through a giant abandoned hotel with a baseball bat and just like wreck shit Smashing up. Smashing up your husband's face? Well, no, no, I'm not even talking about getting, I mean, yeah, eventually, but like like whacking at light fixtures and stuff. So oh, yeah. Be really fun. Like a breaking room. Yeah, but you're going to like lose your, de- you're going to, nope, they're not going to hire you. That is true. I actually had that thought too later that there's no way any of these people are getting hired back again. No, definitely not Jack. Um, yeah, no. And then all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, it's his LinkedIn profile. It was, you know, that's another thing that I thought because I'd seen it a thousand times. And I knew it was in the movie that it was going to not have any effect, but it's very scary. It is very scary. And she's slipping through, and it's like all this manic stuff. I did spot one though that said, uh, "All work and no play makes Jack a dill boy." A dill boy. A dill boy. I think it was another one was like dull, dull dog. Dull dog. Something like that. Yeah, pickle, pickle time. Pickle time. He's a dill boy. So, yeah. So. Yeah, when Wendy finds all that, Jack shows up. He's like, what do you think? Jack has snapped. So what do you think, Wendy? And Wendy has no poker face. No. I just thought we were going to talk. God. Bad. Oh, she's She's at her wits end. She is. You know, this is not a knock on, on the actress, but she looks sweaty from like moment one in this movie. She just looks sweaty and nervous. Shelley Duvall? Yeah. She's a good choice for this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's Hasn't she had like a pretty bad like mental illness? Yeah, she uh, like, struggle I think, after this. Yeah, I think. Yeah. She, I don't That's know if it shame. was uh, if it was like it caught co- it was caused during this, but she definitely had a lot of problems. Right, filming. I know she's had some. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's because that, uh, right. she's good in this movie. She's very, she's very good. good in this movie. She's very. She's good. excellent. Like she's she does a lot of stuff that's like very very good. Um, so she's she's like swinging the bat around, and, and Jack's like, Wendy, give me the bat. Give me the bat, Wendy. Give me the bat, Wendy. Uh, Give me the bat. And then she finally slap, like fucking knocks him in the head. Yeah, knocks him down the stairs, which is great because I kept wondering why she couldn't get him because they were all moving very slowly up these stairs. And but it's good that she got him at the top of the stairs because then he could roll down. Right. Because if she'd gotten him earlier, he maybe would have just like tripped over one, and then he would have regained right. his footing very quickly. Yeah. Um. So that was good. Good job for her. But he's, yeah, he's like rambling about how she's more concerned about Danny than him, and she should be concerned about what his responsibilities are. Which I'm like, yeah, I don't know if she really does, dude. Well, he well, it's again, your job. it goes back to him being like, I, me. Uh, you know, my work is important. Yeah. You don't know what I'm doing. But that whole thing where he's like, oh, you think our child is sick? You want to <laughs> take it to the hospital? You think he might have problems? I was like, he might have been choked by a woman? 
Yeah, it's so rude. Yeah. Like, yeah, let her care for your child, dude. I think it's I I think it it's supposed to be like it's him rationalizing him the murder that he's supposed to take out. I guess, but you know what? He was very easily swayed into the murder territory. Like it just took yeah, like because a they little gave, tip because they gave him booze and titties. It just took a little tip and some pudding. And yeah, he that's was in it. it. That I mean, I don't want to get harsh, but. There's, I don't think there's any way that alcohol is going to make me want to murder somebody, but I don't know. If you give me what I want. <laughs> wow. What? Another thing, I'm just getting more and more nervous you're going to murder me. No, I'm not going to murder you. Okay. There are no axes in this apartment. That's true. So we have no axes. Perfect. We have to go far, far, far we out We would at least have to get to the hardware store. That is true. And that is right up the block. So, so Jack So Shelly Duvall locks Jack in the uh, freezer. Yeah, she can't get the freezer open, but she really just had to take that pin out. The pin out, yeah. I was mad at her, but she Yeah, I was kind of like, take the fucking pin out, yeah. Shelly Duvall. Uh, she puts him in the pantry. Yeah. And then she swaps out her bat for a knife. Yeah, good call. Good she upgrades. call. And Jack kind of mocks her and tells her to go check out the, the, the snow, snow cat. cat. The snow cat. Wait, we haven't talked about that snow cat. It's very cat. cool. Yeah, the snow cat's badass. Which, uh, do you... Do you have to have a license to operate a snowcat? I, I don't know. I don't think you know. I had cousins who used to work in uh, in Utah, mm-hmm. and I know that they had snowmobiles. And I don't think you had to have a license for a snowmobile. I guess so, huh? Because it doesn't. It's not like a Mack truck or yeah, anything. You're not no. driving it on I mean, the road. I mean, I don't know. Look, I grew up in Texas. I don't know anything about snow snow machines. It's not street legal. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I think you take on the street. Well, you yeah, get the, the street tractors is covered on the street. in snow. Yeah, that's true. The street is covered in snow. That is true. Um, so yeah, but everything is like all snowed in and busted. So she she can't take the she can't take Danny to the doctor with the with the snowcat. No, yeah, he takes out the engine and he and he removes like this um, solenoid <laughs> from the radio. Right, of course. Like solenoid. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> So he basically kind of sabotages any type of escape. Right. Um, he's done that. But he did that earlier because he's still locked in because we see him wake up and he is tucked into all the snacks in the pantry. Oh, yeah, dude. That would be me. I, okay, I spotted Oreos, uh-huh. peanuts. Mm-hmm. It looked like crackers and peanut butter. Yeah. A I tub think he, of peanut butter. Yeah, I think he was just it was just a stoner. He did. <laughs> I kind of loved that. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. I, but I, then, surprise, Grady, the killer waiter, is there. And he's like, by the way, remember, you're supposed to go kill Danny and Wendy. This is one of my favorite um, parts because he, he has this whole conversation with Grady on one side, and we just hear his voice on the other. Yeah. You know? So Jack Nicholson's talking to Grady on one side. And then this whole conversation, he's just like, will you kill your family? He's like, yeah, I'll finally I'll do it. And then you hear the door unlock and open yeah and i was like that's awesome and apparently everyone else at this party also wants jack to kill his family oh yeah they're all into it yeah we are all into it i don't know who these party people are but they are excited is is it a is it a party of murderers that's what i thought it was no i don't think so oh no it's just a bunch of freaks okay secret freaks because we do get that 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 bear giving some guy head in a hotel room whoa baby that was a weird throw in man that was the weirdest furry convention i've ever seen (laughs) he's the only furry i know why is he the only one in a bear costume i don't know maybe i don't know maybe people were wrestling bears or maybe he just he just got the invitation wrong oh my god you know what i mean yeah you know okay it's like um so fancy fancy dress Uh uh-huh in the U.S. is like dressed up fancy. Okay. You know? But in the U.K. You dress up like a bear? No, fancy dress means like a costume party. 
It's a fancy dress party. It's like a oh. costume party. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe he's like the lone British guy. And he's like, oh, fancy dress party. Oh, you mean I can wear my bear costume? Yeah, and then he shows up and he's like, oh, American fancy dress. Oh, it looks like this fellatio might be a little bit too much. <laughs> I don't know. Unbearable. This fellatio might be unbearable. <laughs> I'm glad we got there. We got there. So Jack finally uh, tracks down Shelley Duvall and Danny and with yeah. the axe. Yeah, well, Scatman's there. Scatman's oh, still driving right. up. He Scatman's, up. Yeah, um, he's driving and he's driving, and then Danny is walking around going, Red Rum, Red Rum. Right, right, right. Which is very creepy. I mean, I knew that Red Rum was murder backwards because I remember that from when I was a kid, but. Yeah, I always love that moment. It's cool when when the mirror flips. It flips and you see it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I was trying to figure out how they were going to figure that out, but that was cool. So Scatman shows up and Jack takes him out. I know. I really oh, I really wanted Scatman to save the day. I was very sad. Yeah, it it's always it was always a weird moment whenever that happens because I know it's going to come up and every time I see the movie I'm it's like, so "No, I want sad. him to stay." Yeah. Uh, I wanted Scatman Carruthers to live. I know, me too. And Jack is just like axing through the hotel. And that's when Wendy and Danny try to climb out the bathroom window. Oh, yeah. And, and Danny gets in. Yeah, Danny gets out. And I actually love that because they are up pretty high, but because of the snow, they can just kind of like sled down, down yeah. which is cool. So Danny gets out, but Wendy can't fit, which makes sense. Cause she, I mean, she's very tiny, but yeah. that window is tinier. Yeah, yeah, I th- it's yeah. It doesn't it doesn't open up all the way. No, she can't get it open, and it's just it's really narrow. So when he's in the bathroom, that's when you get the famous uh, "Here's Johnny." Here's Johnny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did were you looking forward to that, or then you uh, yeah, I like, didn't oh, know yeah. when it was going to happen. But once they were in the bathroom, actually, I went, "Oh, I recognize this. I recognize oh, the right. door." And as he was like axing through the doors, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, but then, so Wendy slices his hand, and he just. Retreats. He get, he goes through the gamut. Well, he he retreats because that's when Scatman shows up. Right. So he's like, I gotta go get Scatman. I gotta, first. Go, I gotta go get me some. Which Scat is kind of surprising. You think he would just keep going after Wendy because that's his goal. I guess for him, it's much easier for them for him to take care of the person who's downstairs instead of. I guess you're right there to get Wendy. I don't know. She's stuck in the bathroom. You're right there. But in any event, he's like, wait, I think I left the oven on. Yeah, and he <laughs> runs back, and that's yeah, that's when he acts as Scatman. And oh, then Wendy's running around. We spot the bear giving a man head in the hotel room. Yay. Ah, why not? Yeah. Jack's chasing Danny through the snow. Oh, man. I, that, when Danny retraced his own uh, footprints. In the maze. So smart. Yeah, he's smart a smart kid. kid. He's a smart little boy. Oh, I loved that. That was really cool. Yeah, and then I, 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 always, I always treasured those little moments when I was a kid where my dad would be chasing me through a hedge maze in the winter with an axe, and then I'd just... Make him freeze his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. It's bonding session. I, I thought that was so cool. And then uh, there's that man with the head wound, your toes sweaty. And he's like, oh, great body. Well, great body. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I want all the people who come and see come to our, our parties be. Just like you know, bloody. Covered in, covered in blood. Bloody but yeah. fancy. Bloody but fancy. Yeah. Great party. Great party. So, yeah. So Danny's like retracing his own footprint. So it looks like the footprint just end, which is yeah. very cool. And then he finds his mom at the snowcat. Oh yeah, man! What a what a conv- not convenient ending, but it's just like so. 
it's like, shocking. tense. It's yeah. shocking that they found each other. Yeah. That space is very large. That, that, well, because we get that aerial view of the yeah. maze earlier, and we're like, that thing is fucking huge. It's crazy. There's absolutely no way I'd be able to find my way out of that. Yeah, well, thankfully, he'd walked it before. That is so true. I guess that kind of helps. That kind of helps, actually, because he knew that maze better than Jack did, because mm-hmm. he never left right cabin, yeah or he never left the hotel smart kid so yeah so yeah so they get on the snowcat they're getting the hell out of dodge they get the canoe out of there that's right they get the snowcat out of there yeah and then jack just freezes his fucking he just nuts freezes off to, to death. death yeah yeah and then so then this is where i got a, i'm a little confused okay. so we see that party photo that we saw earlier in the movie mm-hmm. and it's july 4th 1920 something yeah 1920 and um, it's a picture we've seen before, and it's a party we've seen before. But now, instead of Grady, it's Jack. Right. He's now the murder waiter. Right. So is the idea that Jack is Grady, or like Jack's been there the whole time? I don't know. I mean, that, that that's the whole thing about this movie, is that there have been so many cons- like theories about what happens, you know, at the okay. end of this Tell movie. Tell me some. <sighs> some people think that, like, Jack has been there the entire time. Okay. Uh, some people think that after he dies, he just became a part of the hotel. Okay, like everyone. Oh yeah, like yeah. The sh- like you see the yeah. mark. Okay, so I like that one. I just think that like going back to what Scatman was saying was like if something bad happens, like they just stay around. So I just think mm. Jack is just, just becoming be- a part of the hotel. Part. I see. But, yeah. Okay. I like so, that. I'll take that. Yeah. It's a murder party. <laughs> I love murder. That's parties. what I thought. I thought maybe it was a party, um, just a party of people who have done horrible things in the hotel. That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad theory. So he joins the party. That's why everyone wants him to kill. And they're like, "Come join this party. Come it's join great. this party of murder." I have no basis of anything. That's just what I thought. It was. I know. I thought it was a murder party. I I really do. I really do like that last shot though, where it's just oh, like it's great of that, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. The fuck is happening? So I like it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah, this is you know what it's a cool movie. Did you like it? I did like it. Okay, I'm All glad right. that I've seen it now. Good. I'm glad. I'm I'm actually glad I can show you this because this yeah. is because this is a I forget how much I really like this movie. On the AV Club, they have this interview series where they always ask like celebrities like ten or eleven questions, mm-hmm. and one of them is if there's uh, something on television that you would just that's on you would sit down and watch the entire thing. Uh-huh. Like they'd be like, oh, like Goodfellas or like. I think this is one of them. If this, this is, is on TV, you. if it, if this is on TV, I'll sit down and I'll watch the whole entire nice. thing. Nice. Yeah. Um, I feel like mine is probably uh, Selena. I have to watch all of you, Selena. That's all you do is watch Selena. It's it's so good. But for your mental health, you just turn it off right after she wins the Grammy. You just yeah, and you never watch when she gets shot. I no, I have I have watched it many times, but sometimes I just I don't feel like watching her get shot. I feel that's like, like just, that's like turning off the sound of music before all the. Nazis show exactly up. <laughs> it's it's good for your mental health you're like oh is it <laughs> good for them you're, you're living in a fantasy sus- land where Selena still lives yeah so what <sighs> I don't see anything wrong with that also I have to watch a league of their own anytime it's on oh yeah league but of that one own. I have to watch them because I have to see them get to the baseball hall of fame they get to the baseball hall so of I fame. can cry I cry at the baseball hall everybody of fame. cries at the end I get so happy for them that they made yeah. it into the hall of fame well we can't we can't dwell too much on a league of their own they they got their medals. They did it. They did. They, they got did it. it. I like the high ones. <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty kick-ass movie. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Oh, man. We went through it, guys. Yeah. All the way through it, we made it at the end of the tunnel. 
Are you frozen yet? Are you scared? Oh my god. Guys, we made it. That's the end of The Shining. Liz, you loved it. I did love you it. You love it more it than anything really cool. in the world. Yeah. It's a pretty sick ass movie. Yeah. So, guys, we gotta go ahead and go through this usual bullshit. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Bloody Date Night. Find us on there. Uh, Patreon, Bloody Date Night. Listen, guys, we got Patreon now. We need that money. We need that sweet, sweet money. Just just kick us a dollar. A dollar's good. Five dollars is good. Twenty dollars is even better. Yeah. Because you know what you get for twenty dollars? You get to pick one of our motherfucking you movies. To, you name an episode, we do it. Yeah, within reason. All right, don't be silly and don't be like, oh, Police Academy 4. No, we can't do that. I don't know. Maybe we could. <laughs> T- totally dismantled the entire concept I of this show. Destroyed it. Just give it to just give it to some random s- sicko and just yeah. like oh you're gonna yeah. Like if you give us money, we'll uh we'll we'll dance. We'll to your we'll whim. dance to your tune. We'll be your monkey yeah. boys, guys. Anyway, there will be a link on the um the episode page for that, so you guys can check that out. Or if you if you can't give us money, you can write us a review. That's really oh, nice yeah. too. That's e- like that's those. almost as good as money. It is. Yeah, it helps us out. Let us know what you guys tell think. your friends. Tell us, yeah, all uh, that good stuff. All those, all those good people that you know, let them in, invite them into the cult, so that way we can all have fun. Yeah, I think that'd be it. Yeah, I think we're good. <sighs> all right, so who's gonna sign us off? I'll, I'll take it out. You wanna do it? Yeah. Okay. Josh, mm-hmm. I love you. I like you too. Tony wants to see your old crack. Ha 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 ha!